Michelle, a big question on everyone's mind. How could Selena be missing for 20 days with searches happening for 20 days and search crews miss finding her body? So she wasn't there. Them sick bastards brought her back. Our women are not turning up dead in fields or thrown over fences on their own accord. And that's what law enforcement wants the world to believe. This is Law Ain't Order, the individual stories of systematic oppression. My name is Emma. I'm your host. On the morning of January 20th, Selena's aunt Cheryl could tell that something was wrong. I did not feel good. I I don't know what it is. It was in my body. It was this this feeling in my body. It took over my whole body. It took over my mind. It took over my physical being. Like I felt tired, drained, angry. She was eating breakfast with her daughter when this bad feeling became overwhelming. I, you know, finally she says, Mom, what's wrong? I said, I don't know. Something's wrong. Something's not right. I can feel it. I feel it. I, I don't know what it is. I could feel it. You know, this was about noon. Uh, and I said, I don't know what it is. I can't, I can't even explain it. I can't concentrate. I just, I can't. I do not know. I need to go home. I need to go to sleep. You know, I said, I can't, I can't what it is. But I knew what it was. <laughs> that I was going to get some bad news. We begin tonight with some news out of Bighorn County. The body of 16-year-old Selena Not Afraid was found this morning about three-quarters of a mile away from the rest stop on I-90 where she was reported missing. Bighorn County Sheriff... On the day she was found, Cheryl posted, We brought our baby girl home. Now she can rest in peace. Jackie and I want to thank everyone for helping to bring our girl home. Here's Selena's best friend, Terrell. Do you remember how you found out when she was found? Like, who called or how how it all went down? Um, I was on my, I got, I seen, I was on my grandma's house, and then I was scrolling through Facebook, and then I see this article. It says, um, body of girl found by Resteria. And, like, I was thinking, like, I was like, oh my god! Like I just dropped my phone, and I just was like, I was just like, what the heck? And I started crying. And then like my caller was like, I said, my caller means grandma, right? So like the, my grandmother, she was like, what's wrong? What's wrong? And I said, I was like, look at this. And then she picked up my phone and she looks at the article and then she's like, that's not her. And like she's like, don't think it's her. She's like, that's not her. So, um, she's like, don't think like she's like, don't think like that. It's not her. And I was like, finally calmed down. I was like, okay, okay. And then. Um, I called my older sister and she came and picked me up and I was like, can you take me out to the rest area? I was like, I want to go out there. And then so we were driving, but we went out there and as soon as we we're pulling into the rest area, I was scrolling through Facebook again and I see this article and it says, body that has been found is identified as Selena Nanfred. And then like, I was just, my, I just dropped my phone again and like my whole like my heart just dropped, you know, and like, and it, like I was just crying really bad, like really, I've never cried like that before, and like I was sobbing and like, 
it was just kind of like an ugly cry, you know? And, yeah, it was crazy. Like, I, re- I just read that, I just read that article, like, that, f- the, t- uh, what is it called? Like, the, the title of it. And it just said, body found identified as something not afraid. And it just broke my heart. And to this day, I always apologize to my sisters because, like, I was, like, freaking out, like, crying, you know? Like, I never do that, like, but it's just difficult. This is the kind of news that nobody wants to get. You heard Terrell that even before he knew for sure that it was Selena, his heart just fell. There's no good way to hear this news, but finding out by a headline must be one of the worst ways. Why do you think that um, you first found out over Facebook, or how how do you think that you sh- how do you think that that her friends and I don't know if her, it was the same for her family, but how do you think that y'all should have been notified um i feel like they shouldn't have released it right away i guess like they should have i mean i think they they called jackie i first i don't know but they shouldn't have released it right away you know like because um, it was just like like that like boom like as soon as i found out they just went and made the article and unfortunately finding out about a loved one's death in this way isn't unique to Selena and her family. Okay, so with her being found and all us families finally figured this out when our loved ones were found, the newspaper would get the tip from um, somebody inside Bighorn County. So Facebook and their news pages would know our family. um, They knew Selena was found before we did. Because of Cheryl and others raising awareness on social media, A lot of people were following Selena's story by the time she was found. And a lot of people who didn't even know her felt her loss. The loss of the person that she already was, and the loss of everything that she would be. The fact that she was 16 years old, it it just, um, I think that touched a lot of parents. Because it could be their their daughter when they look at her. She had the same, you know, she's just your typical Native American pretty little girl. Yeah, A lot of people see their own daughter in her, you know, and, um, you know, the fact that just people kept sharing it. As hard as it was having to update Facebook every day with every detail I could, every night, whenever I could, whenever we weren't busy, um, I would update Facebook because I didn't want people to forget what's going on. I didn't want them to forget we were at a rest area alone looking for a daughter, our daughter, you know. Vigils were held for Selena across Montana, in Billings, Hamilton, Missoula, and of course her hometown Hardin, as well as in South Dakota. Basketball teams from local high schools near the Crow Reservation played in Selena's honor. Players from Hardin and Central, along with fans, held a moment of silence for Selena, who went missing on New Year's Day. Hardin girls shortened practice to attend a vigil in Hardin, and tonight, once again, remembered not afraid. We were all like close with her. We're all friends with her on the team. Pay our respects to the family because it's a very sad loss. We're like playing hard for Selena, so she was like in our hearts as we're playing. Tomorrow when we're out there, we're playing for her. To lift the family and friends of Selena Not Afraid in thought and prayer, and to continue to bring awareness to the missing and murdered indigenous women. Well, an outpouring of support continued tonight in Selena's hometown of Hardin. Tonight also was about the family and friends coming together for prayers, stories, and songs. 
every one of us was 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 thinking about our, our loved ones thinking about Selena thinking about all the others that are out there and I felt that we needed this here in Hardin for Selena um, heart-wrenching to hear of a news of a beautiful um, intelligent smart outgoing um, had her whole life to to flourish and um, and it really hurts a person um, to see our young people um, really at the hands of injustice. Like you said, it was a short life, but it's an impactful life. I want to read you something that Selena wrote herself. Ten things about Selena by Selena. Number one, I love horses. I love everything about them. Their eyes, the way they breathe, the way they move. I love racehorses. Me and my grandmother are raising racehorses. My grandma always told me growing up, when your life is falling apart or you're at your lowest, just ride. Number two, I'm the youngest of five siblings. I love my family deeply. I can't wait until we all reunite. Number three, I have a twin sister and an older sister who passed away in 2014 and 2018. Life's never been the same, but I still have hope. My twin died of suicide. My sister died in a hit and run. I'm still trying to process this. Number four. I love to bead and sew because my whole family does it. I feel like it's a part of me. I love drowning in my creativity. Number five. I also really like to bake with my mom. I'm slowly learning more and more from her. Number six. We lost my older brother two years ago, on November 18th, 2017, in front of my house. He was shot 17 times by Billings PD. He was only 23 years old. I miss him dearly. Just glad he had two children. Number seven. I love to travel to different horse races with my grandma. Number eight. I enjoy reading really anything. Number nine. I have one sibling left. I plan on going to college close to where he lives. Number 10. I really hope one day I will build my own barn and have racehorses. Here's auntie and best friend. We just always kind of like watched out for each other. It was kind of like mostly her watching out for me, you know, because she's just always like the type of person to do that. Yeah. She was the strongest out of all of us. She would just keep telling us encouraging things and positive things and telling us we got, you know, make plans we got to make plans we got to keep moving you know she was just really like outgoing down to earth she really just enjoyed life you know like she could just go into a room and just like light up the whole room you know like with her smile like man she had a wicked smile it was just really awesome she was just still this amazing happy-go-lucky teenage girl who didn't let anything affect her in a negative way Someday this will all make sense For now this is the end She missed her siblings so bad Now she's with them in heaven And then uh, I was kind of the same time I was selfish and I wanted her to stay in. But i uh, learning to cope with it, you know And it's crazy because I had this dream I don't know if I'm going off topic No, no, go <laughs> I had this dream Um it's it felt so real too. We were at we were cruising, and it's called KP. It's like got like a pond back there, and then we were cruising in a car, and she was driving, and we were playing our favorite song. It's like girl as a cowboy. 
we were just listening to it and we were just singing her aloud at the top of her lungs and then I look over at her and then she looks over at me and we're smiling and laughing and then she tells me, she said, you're going to be okay. And I said, what do you mean? And she's like, you're going to be okay. And then that's when I like look over to the right and then I look over to the left and then she's gone and then that's when I wake up. And um, I mean, I needed that, you know, like to help me because I was really like at going through it like difficultly like at the point in my life where I was so depressed like where I just didn't even want to be here anymore and like um after like I had that dream it just kind of woke me up you know and I've learned to like cope with it a lot better because I was shutting people out like I just like didn't want anyone to talk to me like and it, and it was kind of sad too like because there are people be like messaging me trying to check on me like are you okay and like in me like I'd always be I'd say like what do you think like no I just lost my best friend like stuff like like responses like that like I really apologize and I hope like when you get this out and I hope the people who listen to it I'm sorry if I was a bit like that but um I'm better now like I've learned that she's okay and like she's in heaven rejoicing in heaven with her siblings if you say you're fine that's how I take it now then I'll be okay Someday If you say you're fine Then I'll be okay Selena Shelley Faye Not Afraid was laid to rest at the Fairview Cemetery in Hardin Sunday. Easily 1,500 people packed into the high school gymnasium for Not Afraid service. Unity was in the air, as Not Afraid's casket was brought from the high school to the cemetery in a horse-drawn carriage. Today, Not Afraid's horse, Wart, traveled to the cemetery without its rider. People came from far and wide to pay their respects, and some came on foot. A group of runners called the Gas Cap Renegades started at the Pine Ridge Reservation in South Dakota. They left last week to get to the service in time. The group ran to raise awareness for the missing and murdered indigenous women's cause. And that's what the family wants next for other missing people to be brought back home. It's not a white, yellow, brown, black, orange issue. It's a human issue. We all have hearts, we all have thoughts, and we all know right from wrong, and we all pray. What was Selena's, like, Selena and Jackie, what was their relationship like? They were really close, like, they were inseparable, you know, like, they always, um, like, just got along really good, you know, like, if it wasn't, like, Jackie calling Selena, then Selena would call Jackie, and, like, they'd always just check on each other. I mentioned in a previous episode that Jackie doesn't talk to media about Selena. Here's Cheryl with more on that. People always like to say, well, where's your mom? Where's your... You know, it's not up to her. It's none of their business where she is, you know. She's in her grief. She's trying to make the decision to keep on keeping on, you know. So it's up to me. I'm the one. I'm the I'm the auntie, you know. I have that love for her that her mother has, but I never, she wasn't mine. 
I didn't make her like her mom did. You know, I'm trying, you know, there's, there's a big difference. I've never met Jackie, but there's always been something touching to me in Selena's story about that mother-daughter bond, probably because I grew up with a single mom. And at 16, I might not have admitted it at the time, but that bond was tighter than ever. She was loved so much by her mom, and she knew that. She loved her mom so much, you know? People always want to ask me, what do you think she'd tell you? And I was like, you know what she'd tell me? She'd tell me to keep taking care of my mom, please. That's what she'd say. I feel like for me, a big part of making this podcast is to honor Selena's life as best I can. And the way I can do that is to ask everyone listening to send prayers, good thoughts, good vibes, positive energy of any kind, to all of Selena's family and friends, but especially her mom. No mother should have to bury a child, and Selena's mom hasn't buried a child. She's buried four. I don't know how I could continue with Selena's story without first talking about her siblings, because their lives matter, and they were also young Native people at the hands of injustice. We'll talk more about Selena's siblings and her family's ongoing fight for justice next time. But I want to end this episode with a part of the speech Terrell gave at his high school graduation. We have the senior student body or senior body president, Terrell Alden. Please come up to the podium. Good afternoon, graduates. Teachers, staff, administrators, board of trustees, parents, grandparents, and other guests. I would like to thank you all for joining us here today to celebrate a huge milestone. If I were to sum up these past four years of high school in four simple words, it'd be one, crazy, two, amazing, three, memorable, and four, stressful. Attending Harden High School made me build relationships, not just by making new friends, but getting close with teachers who would constantly encourage me and pick me up when I was down. So at this time, can I please have a round of applause for the teachers who not only risked their lives at school during this pandemic, but taught kids to love learning because they love teaching. Giving this speech, I can't forget to mention my partner in crime, my backup, my best friend, my sister, Selena Nodfrey. She would have been here with us today, but the man upstairs had different plans for her. As me and Lafayette and Alyssa graduate without her by my, our side, my advice to you all is, hug your best friends a little tighter, laugh with them a little louder, and cherish every moment you have with them because you're sure gonna miss them when they're gone. So at this time, can we please have a moment of silence for Selena? Now to my senior class. I will take the memories we all made and cherish them forever. As we begin our adult lives, I wish you all nothing but the best. Don't ever give up, finish what you started, and don't ever settle for less because you can do anything you put your mind to. Travel the world. Live like there's no tomorrow. Better yourself in any way you can, but most importantly, make your dreams become reality. Well, class of 2021, we made it. High school has been one hell of a ride, and I want to congratulate you all for finishing strong. 
last but not least, thank you Harden High School for the best four years of my life. And thank you class of 2021 for allowing me to be your president. This one's for you, Sal Bell. Thank you. Thank you for listening to Law Ain't Order, systematic oppression through the lens of individual stories. Selena Not Afraid's story continues next week. Huge thank you and appreciation to Cheryl and Terrell and to everyone who has helped or hosted me on this journey. The voices in the intro belong to Cheryl Horn and Desi rodriguez Bear. In this episode, we also heard from Missoula Urban Indian Health Center organizer Lauren Small-Rodriguez and singers from Pine Ridge High School. News clips are from Q2 and KRTV. If you like what you heard, I would love for you to subscribe, rate, tell a friend, or leave an iTunes review. Get in touch on Facebook, Instagram, or email lawaintorderpodcast at gmail.com. Thank you so much for listening. I'll see you next week.